welcome to Whiskey and Wino. Welcome. So it's another, it's another vodka day for me. Um, I had some shots of whiskey, but now I'm upstairs and I don't have anything. Oh, this is um horchata vodka. Rumchata vodka? No, horchata. Oh, I was vodka. like, what? That's a thing. Okay. No, it's okay. basically like spicy vodka. Oh. Like cinnamon spicy, not like spicy hot. Not like fireball? Yeah. Well, it kind of does give off a little bit of fireball vibes. But I'm just drinking it straight. I think maybe you're supposed to mix it with things. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> for it. Fuck it. So, top of the morning to you. Top of the morning. The reason I said top of the morning to you is because we're doing Ireland because it's St. Patrick's Day month. St. Patrick's Day month. <laughs> yes, it's St. Patrick's Day month. Yes, it is. Okay. You give it a whole month. Well, last yeah. year you made us wear matching T-shirts, so we all know that you get And I expect this to be worn, even though I'm not there this time. I'll send you a picture. I'll be there in May. I'll try to find some matching shirts for May. Some Cinco de Mayo? Uh, I won't be there for Cinco. Oh, right. Memorial Day. I'll have to, I'll have to find Memorial Day shirts. <laughs> no, I'm going to I'm gonna go out of my way now just for you, Jen. Just oh, for my. you. Okay. Oops, my mic just fell. I feel like I tighten this every day, and every day it's loose. That's what she said. Oh, burn. Okay, I'm done. So. <laughs> what do you got? I'm doing the Abbey of the Black Hag. Ooh. So I use darkemeraldtales.com, Wikipedia, and hauntedireland.com. So this is going to be fun because I have a great Gaelic word to try to say. So this will be fun. Oh, fun. So, because, you know, I'm so good at words. Dude. (laughs) So St. Catherine's Abbey is located in the center of West Limerick. It's barely visible from the side of the road. It hides out in the middle of the farmlands and it's surrounded by cows and sheep. And it lies secluded and decayed, hiding all its secrets of black magic and haunted tragedies. Oh, haunted tragedies. Haunted tragedies. So the local name is Monastera Malagalagadaduff. Wow. Yeah. Um, But we're just going to call it the Black Nun's Abbey, although paranormal folks call it the Abbey of the Black Hag. And according to the Vatican records, it's been around since the 13th century, and it's named after Catherine de O'Connell who um, I don't know what was so special about her that they named it after a woman. That's pretty cool. Um, I meant to research it, but I didn't. Sorry. Um, But it's a typical medieval monastery. Not that they're typical in the U.S., but I'll put pictures up on Facebook. Like, it looks pretty monastery, medieval-y. Yeah, it's a thing. Stone stone structures. Yes. (laughs) The Earl of Desmond who was from the house of Fitzgerald, was involved in a bloody feud with the Butler family of Ormond during the 15th century. This feud was so legendary that in the chapel of Dublin Castle, the Earl of March, who was also the Bishop of Clyle, 
would say a daily prayer at Mass. And I actually meant to put the prayer in, and I left a big space for it, and then I didn't do it. So, whoops. Our Father, who art in heaven. (laughs) Please make them stop feuding. (laughs) So, during a particular bloody battle, the Earl Fitzgerald, the Earl of Fitzgerald, wanted to get his wife, the Countess, to safety. As he was pulling her up onto his horse, an arrow hit her thigh, shattering the bone, and caused quite a significant blood loss. Ouch. So she began to turn a little white, so he decided he couldn't keep riding all night, so he stopped at St. Catherine's Abbey. Upon his arrival, he decided his wife was dead, and there was nothing more that he could do for the love of his life. So he rapidly buried her um, at the abbey beneath the altar, and then continued to ride to safety. He rapidly buried her? Yeah, so he, like, threw her ass under the altar, buried her, and then took off to save his own ass. All right. So a few days had passed, and the nuns kept hearing these blood-curdling screams coming from beneath the altar. So it was keeping them up at night. So finally, after a few days, they decided that maybe they should check on the body and re-inter her to bring her peace. So what re-inter means, I had to look it up. Basically, re-intern? It says re-inter. Oh, okay. Um, Which basically means move the body somewhere else. Mm -hmm. It was also reported, though, that the countess came to the nuns as an apparition and told them to dig her up. Anyway, to their horror, when they did dig her up and found, found, found her corpse, it had broken nails and broken fingers because she had been buried alive. Oh, God. So the screams were for reals. <laughs> but today it's believed that the Countess cannot find peace, and she's still waiting for her husband to come back and save her. And you can still hear her screams to this day. Yuck. Of course, that doesn't explain why it's called Black Hag's Abbey, does it? Mm-mm. Not really. So... It's believed that one particular nun at the monastery didn't really want to serve God. She didn't want to help people. She didn't want to be humble. She wanted power. So, and like most of the nuns, she had her own room, which she used to worship Satan and practice the occult. Oh, wow. Which was the highest form of blasphemy that you could do. And the other nuns were terrified of her. And they fled the defiled abbey in fear. So she just lived there all by herself. So to complete she her, openly, she just openly served the devil. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess she oh. didn't really keep it to herself. Hmm. So to complete her satany rituals, she would go into the local village and perform depraved sex acts, which included sodomy, sex with the same sex, and even bestiality. It is said wow. that she really preferred to do raccoons because she liked their little masks. Shut up. Okay, I'm kidding. That's not true. She didn't think she had a preference. (laughs) Um, But besides being a sexual deviant, she also performed many human and animal sacrifices. The claims turned out to be true because they found many human bones at her ritual sites, mostly of children and their spines. Oh, no. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's horrific. Um, So the reason they call her the black hag was because she had a black face and it wasn't like a natural black face. Like she was a white Irish lady. Painted herself that way? 
No. It was most likely due to malnutrition, lack of daylight, and the fact that she mostly stayed in her room with a fire going and the ashes of the fire began absorbing into her skin. Oh, that's gnarly. Yeah, so besides the whole black face thing, she also wore a black robe and nothing else. How do they know that? I don't know. I don't know if she went around flashing people. I don't know. Well, she is a sexual deviant. That's so. She is a sexual deviant, so I wouldn't put it past her. For efficiency's sake, she shouldn't be wearing anything under the robe. Right. I mean, seriously, it's probably easier. Um, I couldn't find out how she died. It's possible that Henry VIII had her hung as a witch during the Reformation. Um, it was around the same t- time the Pope called for dissolution of the nunnery. But I did actually, after I say that, I did find that she was burned as a witch. Um, I did find that at another website, which I didn't put down. Sorry. But the ruins of the Abbey are on private land, but paranormal investigators seek out permission in order to investigate these hauntings because it's supposed to be so haunted. Like so many people that sneak onto the land like people do have these crazy stories. But this is from the paranormal guys. So they found some pretty creepy shit. On their very first walk through the grounds, one of the investigators saw a translucent hand through a gap in the wall reach out to take communion. The foliage around the apparition was disturbed and wavering, but there was no breeze or movement through the trees to explain the disturbance. So he was like standing there? Yeah. And this, see, it's funny when they say a translucent hand because it's like, like you could see through it. It clear. I mean, I don't know. It was weird. Um, as they continued on their journey of the grounds, a figure in a black robe rushed between the investigators. Like they saw it, they felt it. They started to think someone was just fucking with them, so they chased after it. But then as they came close to getting it or capturing it, it just vanished in thin air. Um, The next thing they did was they entered the Black Hag's room, or cell, as they call it. Their flashlight would not light up the room. There was natural light that could penetrate the room, but it just didn't, and they they didn't know why. Not only when the room, not only would the room not light up, the batteries in the flashlights went completely dead, even though they had never turned the flashlights on until they got into that room. So they had fresh batteries. Hmm. But they were just... Then and there in the dark, and they could feel a presence watching them, stalking them. Um, and then they just kind of bailed out on that. They thought it was just a little too creepy. And there's a couple stories, like, on Reddit and stuff about people that had got on the grounds that have snuck on. So, anyway, that is the story of the Abbey of the Black Hag. That's really, it's <laughs> a really long name. The Abbey of the Black Hag. I don't yes. know why. <laughs> okay. I don't know why it sounds long. It's not that long. It just sounds like it's long. Okay. Jen thinks um, it's long. Put that in your record. That's what she said. <laughs> so this is actually like an urban legend. Um, that's that kind of my forte. I don't care. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Well, she murdered people. Okay, relax. Relax. Okay. okay. But this is a story of 
Her name is, it's D-O-R-C-A-S. And I think that's like Dorcas, but I don't know if that's how it's oh, said. You're actually no. right. It's Dorcas. If it's the one we talked about. Dorcas Kelly. Yeah. And oh, no, no, no. no okay. I didn't do that story. We're also doing, um, besides being St. Patrick's Day month, <laughs> it's also women's month. So we're trying to do Irish women gone bad. So the first serial killer in Ireland's history that's documented is a woman. So uh, Dorcas Kelly, she was known by the name Darkie. Kelly, and she ran a brothel called the Maiden Towers in Dublin, and it was it's a, it's around like 1760 because she's only known after her death, and she died in 1761, so whatever, somewhere around there. She was convicted of killing a shoemaker by the name of John Dowling on St. Patrick's Day in 1960. In 1760. I wrote 1960 because <laughs> I don't. Because who writes 1760? Okay. So she was executed. She was executed partly for the that murder and partly because she was a witch. This is where the urban legend thing comes in. So she was executed in real life for the murder of that guy, um, John Dowling. Maybe he didn't make the right shoes. You know, that would piss me off, too. Yeah. She was hanged for 15 minutes and then set on fire. Oh, wow. And that happened January 7th of 1761. And after her death, the police searched the brothel and they found the bodies of five men under the floorboards. Oh. So... She didn't just kill that one. So she was executed for a murder, but then she got upped to serial killer status. They didn't even have a word serial killer back then, but multiple murders. Um, and the sex workers who worked with Darkie loved her so much. They held awake for her and they rioted <laughs> and they were pissed off that she was burned alive while hanging because men at the time, if they were if they were found guilty of murder they just get hung there was no fire so because she was a woman she was you know set on fire and 13 of these sex workers who you know adored darkie they were arrested and sent to prison for their riots oh wow yeah they called it a wake but i think it turned into more like a riot (laughs) right jesus I mean, the Irish are really uh, good at at rioting wakes. I think. You know, an Irish wake thing. Um, no, but I thought I I found it to be very progressive that these sex workers all gathered together to basically spit in the face of the patriarchy and why men get away with. Well, if you think about it, most likely the men that were killed were probably doing bad things to the sex workers, you know, you know, beating them, trying to do stuff that they didn't want to do. And because they thought you're a whore, so I can do whatever I want because I paid you. And that's not how it works, man. The records are not great. So 
So I don't, I mean, it could just be maybe one of them drank too much and died and she didn't want that, you know, she didn't want that publicity. So she just put them under the floorboards. Why are you defending them? They're probably sleazy guys that were trying to get some. For I was free. defending her that maybe she didn't murder them. Maybe oh. they just died and she didn't want bad publicity. Like. All right. I hear you. You're right. That could be true. Okay. So the legend is that she got pregnant by the sheriff, Simon Luttrell, first Earl of Carhampton. And he was part of the Hellfire Club, which is essentially like a Illuminati, whatever. It's like a secret society for all the like hoity-toity people. Um, but word on the street was there was a lot of debauchery going on in there. Um, so when she had the baby, she tried to get money from the sheriff, the father. And he, instead of giving her money, accused her of being a witch and said that she killed the baby in a satanic ritual. Oh, puke. More babies have been killed in a satanic ritual that probably is not true. There's no evidence of a baby or a burned baby or a murdered baby or whatever. Um, And it's but the truth is the sheriff's son, Henry Luttrell, this was 20 years after the death of um, Darkey, but he was convicted or he was accused of raping a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. And then when the, the accusations were brought, he had the girl and her family, her dad and mom, imprisoned. Oh, nice. The mom actually died in prison, and then the courts later dismissed the case because it was very clear that he just put her in there. So it's kind of thought that the two stories kind of got intertwined, like the dad and the son, and that's how this mystery baby that Dark, because Darkie didn't have kids. So, so yeah, that's it. There's actually a pub on Fishample Street named Darkie's Darkie Kelly's. That's like an homage to her in Ireland. Oh. Yeah. Sit in Dublin? Yeah. I wonder if I drank there. It's known for its traditional Irish music. I looked it up online. I don't know. I went to a lot of places. I tried to drink every pub in Dublin, but that's really hard without dying. So that's my that's my short little urban legend thing. We've been doing some short ones lately, but we've been busy people. That's all. We'll get better. We will. But hey, short and sweet, right? But still, we're still on Facebook. If you have any ideas, any stories you want to hear about St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we'll be doing a few Irish ones this month. Hopefully Irish and women. Because there's a few out there. Irish men, you don't fuck with them. They're drunk. they got a temper. Well, the Irish, there's a few Irish uh, women serial killers, which I found fascinating. I mean, there's a few Americans, too, but (laughs) generally speaking, like women don't make a huge percentage of serial killers. Do you think it's because we're just more clever about it? 
Absolutely. I, I do absolutely too. do. I agree. I think yeah, we're there's so clever. many. There's so many like black widow type people, you know, like the they marry their husbands and then off them and do it again and again. True. I get that. Yeah. But yeah. So we'll come back at you next yep. week. Everybody have a good week. Stay good. Stay happy. Just oh, I have, to, I have to. Um, one of my nieces heard the podcast last week and said I had to say something nice about the Amish that I was mean. So okay. I will say something really nice. Um, they're very, very supportive. If one of them gets hurt, they have these huge auctions where they make a killing to pay off the hospital bill. And that's very generous. And they're good people. That's not my fault. Generous. They're not very attractive and they look like weasel face. That's not my fault. Okay. All right. You're going to, you're taking it back. I'm not you're getting back into danger territory. I'm not. They're wonderful people. More people should be more community wise. And yes, been a reading anyway. <laughs> we will chat at you next week, guys. Yep. Take it easy. Ciao. Talk to you later. Bye.